the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Ooh yeah, living proud and living free. The only worn out old donkey I'm looking to put out to pasture is Charlie Chris. You know what? I say we put a whole lot of old donkeys out of business. Okay. What say you, DJ Potato Skins? Here, here. <laughs> oh, let, oh, it sound, almost sounds poetic. Old donkeys. How many of thee can we dispense with? <laughs> That's my new favorite clip. Mm hmm. Yeah. You got to love you some DeSantis. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, Look, I, I think that I was watching it as Chris was saying, he swore he was going to get one over on DeSantis and you could see Ron, Governor DeSantis's wheels turning and he just let him have it. A lot of people don't remember that Ron DeSantis is a graduate of the Naval Academy, which is in some respects considered an Ivy League. I don't know if people realize that the military academies are actually considered Ivy Leagues. And then on top of it, didn't he go to Harvard Law? Okay. Dude is Smart brilliant. Dude. dude is brilliant. I don't have. I, I have no idea where Charlie Chris got got educated. I mean, clearly he's not the the smartest dude in the room. Um, so yeah, that that was absolutely beautiful. Speaking of old donkeys that we need to get rid of. I mean, do you think that Joe Biden's actually going to make it to twenty twenty four? I don't believe so for a There's second. No way. No way. No way. But the problem they've got is that donkey named Kamala. Waiting in the number two slot. I mean, they they cannot have her. There's no way. There's no way they can have her take over. Because as bad as the old donkey Biden is, in some ways she's worse. Because Biden still has, you know, with his cognitive decline, and he did all these interviews this weekend. One we're going to play a clip of this morning, uh, uh, just now, um, of an interview he did with somebody named Barbie Pouch. The TikTok, the the trans TikTok in quote influencer. I don't know what this nickname "baby pou- Barbie pouch" means. I mean, if it, does anybody out there know what the nickname? I don't know if I want to know. 888-344-1170. Um, got to keep the show G. So if it's something that's not rated G, you could um, you could leave it on our uh, you could call in live eight 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 three four four eleven seventy and whisper it in Skin's ear if it's not G. Um, if it's G, we'll put you on the air if you know. Um, and you can also call our twenty four hour hotline. We'll give out that number in a little bit. So um, I, I, I I'm sitting here going thinking to myself. We were just talking to Brian Maloney last hour. I mean, the Democrats have absolutely nothing to run on. Nothing, nothing not whatsoever. And that's one of the reasons why they can't. They, I mean, their agenda is an economic one, and it's to transform this com- country into their communist you know, uh, en- enterprise, right? And they can't be honest about it. They can't tell you, hey, yeah, yeah that, 
San Diego, that six fifty a gallon of gas is by design, and we're, we don't want it to get any better for you. And, oh, you don't like the crime wave in, in the streets? Sorry, we're going to take guns away from the law-abiding citizens and let the criminals run free. I mean, they can't tell you that that's what their game plan is, but it is. So, no, what do they have to run on? I know. Let's continue to push the genital mutilation of children in this country. Yay, that's a winner. So Biden invited this TikTok influencer person, this trans person, I guess whose nickname is Barbie Pouch, And um, I think this clip here, so I guess he was interviewed. This was on the level of when Obama went. Remember Obama supposedly did an interview with a YouTube influencer who was most famous for doing a YouTube video in a bathtub full of Cheerios. That's the level that we've got going on here. The president of the United States is supposed to be the leader of the free world. This is supposed to be the most respected individual in the globe. And our occupant of the White House sat down with someone who's a man dressed up like a girl whose nickname is Barbie Pouch to discuss what I guess they're thinking or trying to 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 push as some kind of voting issue. I don't know. I I mean, did they really think that this was going to sway anybody to vote Democrat? It was that what this was about. Please play clip two. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. Okay, first of all, there is no such thing as gender affirming procedures at all. Your gender is fixed at birth. If you as an adult, and I'm going to say this again for the hearing impaired or for those who are new to the Andrea K show, if you want to live your life as an adult, live your life you know, as a different gender, you're Steve and you want to be Sally. I don't care. Go get, go live your life. Life. It does not obligate me to use a particular pronoun that you want to use. And, I'm, and it does not obligate me to say that you're a woman when you're not. I mean, there, you know, there's you. It, if you successfully alter your body in terms of hacking something off or sticking something in and, you know, reduce, you know, your testosterone or your estrogen levels. You do that through through all kinds of manipulations, but you're it, it, it's those those pills and hormones that you have to take are you have to take those forever. There's never a time in your life you have not changed your sex at all. All you've done is alter your appearance. Not unlike everybody else that's had plastic surgery around the globe and up in LA. All you've done is alter your appearance. And I'm not obligated to pretend any more than that. It's also not health care. This is not health care any more than abortion is health care. It's a choice. And this is a cosmetic one because there's nothing that changes internally inside anybody's body, emotionally, mentally. In fact, the problem is, as we now know with so many attempting to detransition, it doesn't solve anything. If you watch that TV show Jazz about Jazz Jennings, Jazz Jennings is morbidly obese. Jazz Jennings is still struggling with um, eating disorders. Jazz Jennings is still having to take antidepressants and still being treated by psychiatrists. Jazz Jennings could not accept a scholarship to Harvard because Jazz Jennings was still not emotionally and mentally capable of leaving home and going away to school. You tell me what was accomplished with them putting their child on puberty blockers. Nothing. Jazz Jennings is as miserable now as Jazz Jennings was as a child. In fact, there's a chance that if Jazz Jennings had been allowed to go through puberty, Jazz Jennings might be happy today. 
And it is absolutely, Joe Biden says it's not moral to craft legislation to stop this. What's being done to children is inhumane. It's cruel. Why didn't Joe Biden bring in that gal who did the video recently who showed what it was like after five years of hormone therapy where she has male pattern baldness and a permanent lower voice, mastectomy, can never get her breasts back, permanent, done. It was a cautionary tale. Joe Biden didn't bring bring her to the White House, did he? Because the only thing this is about affirming is tyranny. It's about affirming uh, the destruction of our Judeo-Christian principles and values. It's about it's about affirming the destruction of the fabric of our nation. Because that this this dude who is a biological male who was there interviewing him is not the way men are supposed to behave. If you want to behave that way as an adult, it's your choice. Go around acting like a woman. Fine, that's your choice. But this is about completely trying to alter society through altering people's bodies, and in particular, altering children's bodies. And it should be criminal. And anybody participating in it in any way, shape, or form should be in jail. Instead, who do we got in jail? People questioning the outcome of an election. In fact, and, and not only that, but let me remind you guys, this FBI whistleblower, Stephen Friend, who is, is Steve Friend, who came out from Florida, one of the things he talked about was how the FBI had narrowed the perimeter around the Capitol after January 6th in order to make people, their presence at the Capitol now criminal when it wasn't on January 6th. That's what we got going on in this country. We are just completely upside down. We're going to take a break. But we'll be back on the other side. Speaking of the Department of Justice, let's talk a little bit about uh, A.G. Barr. I mean, A.G. Uh, Garland today. And uh, some other news on the Jan 6 Committee. And then a little bit later on, we, Skins and I have a question for you guys. It has to do with... Uh, automobiles. What's the latest way in which the Democrats want to control your life through your automobile? Stay tuned. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer, San Diego. But also Kamala's birthday. She turned 30. <laughs> happy birthday, great president. Uh. <laughs> what a clown. These people are not even remotely serious. I'll tell you who's not remotely serious either is A.G. Garland. Did you guys watch this press conference today that had to do with them going after Chinese nationals? You know, I didn't watch it. I heard about it. And, you know, to me... You know, it kind of smacks of um, the old Russian collusion hoax stuff or like when uh, Rosenstein came out and talked about how they had indicted during the Russian collusion hoax. They indicted like 14 Russians who weren't even in the country because they opened up Facebook bot accounts to try to influence the election. I mean, just something smells to me about it just being completely insincere as a way to try to regain some credibility for the Department of Justice at a time in which we know they're targeting Americans for their beliefs. They're infiltrating, doing FedNapping plots in order to try to control the outcome of an election. 
you know, it, it's to me, I mean, 888-344-1170, if you believe it's true, you know, let me know. I, I'm just not convinced of it. Uh, the You know, if, if Merrick Garland was interested at all in the Chinese Communist Party, influence us in any way, he'd be already have indicted, indicted Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Chuck Grassley, with the last week or so, had specific emails and details that he presented involving a $5 million deal information, emails, all kinds of proof provided by Bo Belinsky, Hunter's uh, business partner. Of, and this is just one of the deals that Joe Biden was involved in, a pay-for-play scheme. There was emails that had to do uh, p- particularly orchestrating to make sure that Joe Biden would not receive his end of the deal, his end of the money, until he was out of office as vice president. I mean, they have it. So why should I believe that, that you know, Merrick Garland is somehow going after somebody from the Chinese Communist Party? Maybe, but, you know, it's kind of like going after the, the dude selling dime bags on the corner and not going after the Gus Fring of the operation, right? I'm just not believing it. Just like, you know, he was asked in, in, in today, I think, as part of his press conference uh, about uh, the Mar-a-Lago investigation. And here's what he had to say on that clip seven. Given the, the nature of the Mar-a-Lago investigation, I was wondering, can you guarantee the, to the American public when the investigation is complete that there will be transparency so the, the, the country writ large will know whether there were criminal offenses that took place or not? Look, this is an ongoing investigation, so I'm really not able to comment. We speak through our filings and through the cases we bring. That's the only way we speak. Um, I have a... a, a- um, <laughs> we speak through our filings. <sighs> really? Let's talk about how many leaks there was just on the Mar-a-Lago raid. Weren't there all these leaks that he had classified documents? He had the nuclear codes. He had, he had, um, all this specific information supposedly about, uh, you know, um, Putin in terms of his life. All leaked out. None of it was remained to be true. And by the way, where where are we at with this? We got this special master supposedly that was appointed that uh, that Trump actually Trump's team actually suggested this guy. He was the guy who actually signed off on the signed off on the Pfizer warrant that was illegally presented. Just just such a sham, right? Just just a complete sham going on, and, and nobody's believing Merrick Garland. Um, I, I don't know if Trump will ever uh, be convicted of anything. I think clearly they intend to. I, I, I'm actually surprised if 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 it was going to happen, I think. And I actually predicted I was I was, uh, you know, in the same page as uh, Julie Kelly. I actually believed that an indict and it could be coming. It could be they're just dragging their feet because they weren't counting on this judge down in Florida to um, go along with a special master. Um, but I, I don't know. It remains to be seen. Do you think Trump's going to be indicted? I, I think that so much of this Jan 6 stuff, they thought they were going to grow some legs on it. It was going to affect the outcome of the midterms. I think now they're kind of scrambling on because uh, everything's about trying to, to figure out right now how they can keep control because they did not get as much damage as they've done to this country, particularly economically. There's a whole lot of stuff they didn't get done. They didn't get done. They didn't get their HR1 done, which would have completely federalized the elections. They didn't get all the spending that they wanted done. They've got a whole lot of cultural issues that they didn't get done. So um, 
Uh, we're going to quickly go to the phones before uh, we take a break. Ramana's on the line, and she wants to talk about uh, the transgender movement. Yeah, good evening. Hey, Ramana. Hi. Hi, good evening. Good evening, Andrea. I um, had to call. I work at a company. I don't want to say mm-hmm. uh, the name, but I was stunned. Uh, we received an email from a member in another state, and at the end of the uh, email, is she put in parentheses that she refers to herself as she, her. And I thought, why is this, why is this necessary? I, I heard you speak about it. it's not. Uh, why are you even sharing it? We don't care. Go on with your life and business. But I've studied and I've observed what's been going on just in our society, especially since COVID. And I spoke to, spoken to my children about it because they're perplexed at what's happening in their schools. And I, I believe if I put myself in a position of authority, what's the number one way to bulldoze your wishes and your um, Marxist ideas on everybody? They must keep us weak psychologically and mm-hmm. physically, mm-hmm. confuse people with side issues that, are, um, that they elevate to major issues while they continue to do what they want. They keep us dependent. And, for example, telling children, we're, the government is your daddy and mommy. If they don't let you do what you want, come to us because we're your savior, but they have no biological connection to the children. They truly don't care. They're useful, what's known as useful idiots. Mm -hmm. Um, And the third thing they do, not only keep us weak, dependent, but they keep us amoral. They try to keep people amoral. And when you stand for nothing, you really do fall for anything Mm -hmm. to the point where I debate always respectfully with people who actually tell me that... that, that what is a child, that it's okay for a woman to decide that you can eliminate the life of a human that's a form of a baby up until the ninth month because it's Ugh. her choice. Yeah. I, that's I'm barbaric. Peacefully. It's evil. It's yeah. evil. That's com- Joe it's Biden evil. is saying that it's immoral to pass legislation that stops uh, these, these surgeries. Uh, on minors, because I, I mean, clearly that's what we're talking about here. Because we, you know, there's been no nobody's ever tried to stop transgender surgery on 30 year olds, right? I mean, that's your life to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this is about controlling children and destroying children's mm-hmm. lives. The battle for the future of America ha- has been for a while through the hearts and the minds of children. It started with the indoctrination in the schools uh, towards socialism, and then it became about CRT, the sexualization of children with the pornographic. Um, Mm -hmm. sex education classes and now just completely it you know uh, they are literally recruiting into transgenderism it started in Mm -hmm. colleges then high schools now they're all the way down into pre-k the there was a hospital in boston that had a video on its website saying that children know in the womb when they're transgender um gee i thought children in the womb you know were nothing but a clump of cells and weren't even Mm -hmm. counted as human beings but i guess if they're woke um, and they can claim that preborn children are yeah. woke, then I guess those are the lives that matter. And, you know, we're, we are not America. We are not the America we used to be because it's bad enough we went along with Roe v. Wade back in 73, but we mm-hmm. are now a nation that is about infanticide, either in the form of killing uh, human beings in the birth canal, or now they even want to kill them after they're born, or it's about mm-hmm. destroying them it, through the course of this this disgusting transgender movement. And it's mm-hmm. all about power. And Joseph, they love to call us Nazis, but let me tell you, this is straight out of Joseph Mengele. And, mm-hmm. and, and yes. yeah, right? 
Yes, they, they whip up chaos because that's how they accomplish their goals. And and like you said, Mengele, they, they don't view us as human beings. We're no. disposable. We are we are insects to them, unimportant. But they have to. They they wear the veil of we're we're your friend. Government is your god, and you want true freedom? Come follow us. And and they, I mean, kindergartners. Is this necessary to poison kids' minds? This is childhood is only once. Yeah. But they know they have to they have to accomplish their goals by brainwashing young children. They do. Ramana, yeah. thank you for calling in. You always have a sure. great perspective and we appreciate you here. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Oh, the one of the things that we didn't talk about uh, with Ramana is COVID and what they've done and, and how they've sought to destroy uh, destroy children with these shots, right? Pregnant women being forced to get these shots if they wanted to keep their employment. Uh, children now, uh, they're trying to mandate these shots on children when they know children do not. Children have literally, I, I believe, a greater chance of dying by being struck by lightning than by COVID. But yet this is about controlling children's lives. This is also about just indoctrinating, conditioning them from early on that their God is the state. They're going to submit to the state and do whatever the state wants uh, them to do with their bodies. Um, speaking of that, y'all know what the triple demic is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to feel like we're in a horse race. Get ready for the triple demic. We're going to share that with you when we come back. It does involve children, by the way. So stay tuned. We got that to share with you guys. And Liz Cheney on whether or not Trump will get a pardon. Sister friend, he hasn't even been charged with a crime yet, let alone prosecuted, let alone convicted. Don't get ahead of yourself now. You are, you've already failed in that regard. And we're going to share that story with you guys a little bit later as well. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Uh, continuing on for a few minutes about uh, the Democrat Party's obsession with sexualizing children, destroying their little minds, and using transgenderism uh, as a way to you know completely change uh, our culture and Western civilization. It's actually beyond America now. Did you guys know that the Biden administration, the U.S. State Department, has contributed $20,600 in your money? We're $30 trillion in debt. You can't afford food and to put gas in your car. And the Biden administration is sending money to finance workshops and, quote, drag queen theater performances for young students, including minors, at the Abraham Lincoln North American Ecuadorian Center in Suenca. The State Department website notes that the grants awarded September 23rd, so this is just about a month ago, uh, seeks to, quote, promote diversity and inclusion. To meet this condition, the Cultural Center must do, quote, three workshops, 12 drag queen theater performances, and a two-minute documentary by August 31st, 2023. So this is the U.S. government intentionally trying to now destroy the minds of little kids around the world. At your expense, using your money. In a statement to ACI Prensa, CNA's Spanish language sister news agency, Alicia Barado, director of the Abraham Lincoln North American Ecuadorian Center. Can you imagine Abraham Lincoln rolling over in his grave right now? I mean, really? Why? You know, call it the Harvey Milk Center said October 21st, just a few days ago, that her program seeks to provide a space for, quote, cultural exchange and creative expression for adolescents and young adults to promote tolerance. 
This is not about tolerance. That's what that's what the LGB community started pushing for many, many years ago, right? 20, 30 years ago. It was about tolerance. Then it became about validation that you couldn't just tolerate them anymore. Make sure nobody could fire them or whatever, which was fine. But then it became about validation that something was wrong with you if you didn't agree with them and tell them that everything that they chose to do in their lifestyle was good and right and appropriate and endorsed by Jesus. But then it became about forced participation and recruitment. And that's what's going on here. And it would be bad enough if this was involving adults, but it's involving children. It saddens me that the taxes of American families are wasted in perverting values of other countries when rather we need to strengthen public safety towards the worst crime crisis in Ecuador's history. Yepes said he is a politician, a former member of the country's National Assembly, and says it seems to be an attack against the values of the great majority of Ecuadorians that the United States is practicing, quote, a diplomacy of gender ideology. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And and what about the left? Aren't they always the ones yammering about, oh, the evil United States, you know, trying to co- colonialize other countries and impose their culture? Oh, but you're OK with it, right? I don't think we should be doing that. I'm not interested. I, I That's what I said from the beginning. George W. Bush was really about with Iraq, right? It was about it was about trying to it wasn't about WMDs. It was about this stupid notion that. You know, the Taliban would change their mind or Al-Qaeda wouldn't hate us if, you know, we just went over there and, and you know, paved some roads, right, and handed out some candy to kids, right? Um, you know, but the, but the left is all about, all about forcing culture onto other countries as long as it's wokeism. It's just absolutely despicable. Um, speaking of despicable. Senator Rubio uh, down in Florida, he's running for reelection, by the way. I think his I think his we didn't talk to Brian Maloney about that last hour, but I think his his race is is uh, pretty solid down there. I don't think he has much to worry about. I'm not a huge fan of Rubio's. I think he's right on a lot of issues. He was part of the Gang of Eight uh, back during the Bush days, wanting to grant amnesty to illegals. And that I'm absolutely not on board with. But he says one of his campaign volunteers was quote brutally attacked by four people who told him that republicans weren't allowed in their neighborhood quote last night one of our canvassers wearing my t-shirt and a desantis hat was brutally brutally attacked by four animals who told him republicans weren't allowed in their neighborhood in hialeah florida rubio tweeted monday quote he suffered internal bleeding a broken jaw and will need facial reconstructive surgery the incident comes after Joe Biden decried mega MAGA Republicans who think it's all right to threaten violence in a Sunday interview on MSNBC. So the Biden administration is still going around falsely accusing the Republican Party and conservatives and particularly MAGA of being the party of violence. When we all know it's about Black Lives Matter and Antifa, in fact, and they're continuing the in, in, incitement of violence against Republicans. What we need to have is we need to have political persuasion as a protected class. In this country, because it's open season on MAGA. It was back in 2016. Remember when there was all these stories of teenage kids getting smacked because they were wearing MAGA hats in public? KUSI here in San Diego. Yeah, I'm going to say because I'm tired. My filter's off. When Trump won re-election in 2016, last time I was on KUSI on a Sunday night, they brought me on to talk about all the hate crimes that were about to take place because Trump won. In 2016, and I said accurately so 
that the only hate crimes I saw were against white people and Trump supporters, including seeing a white woman and a, and a white man, two separate incidents, dragged out of their trucks and beaten. I wasn't invited back. I was told that all the hate crimes were were being uh, committed by Trump supporters. And every instance that that producer texted was a hoax and proved to be a hoax, including the young woman supposedly on a subway in New York who had her hijab snatched off her head. A young college student in Louisiana supposedly, you know, attacked, uh, you know, verbally and otherwise by Trump support. Every one of them was a hoax. There, I said it, KUSI. Don't need to go back on until you start actually doing some some proper reporting. It is well over time, well past the time in which we continue to tolerate this kind of nonsense. It's open season on us, man. And at the same time, they want to take our guns away from us. Right? Joe Biden said this weekend that his plan is for some new legislation is to make sure that you couldn't have you know more than eight bullets in a round. See, they know that they can't do like Trudeau did in Canada. Trudeau came out. On Friday, we talked about it on the show and just basically said, look, I've just decided they don't have Second Amendment in Canada. It's why it's important that we do, and, it's, and I'm grateful we do, that uh, he's just freezing, banning the sale of guns and transporting of guns, you know, in Canada. They can't do that here, but they're, that doesn't mean they're not trying by hook and by crook and by inch, by inch, by inch, to either take our guns away from us slowly or take our ammuni- ammunition away from us. And then Biden went creepy. He went all creepy, creepy, <laughs> creepy and all whispery. You know, that's he. Why does he get so creepy when he's talking about taking guns? He gets all he gets that creepy voice. Here he is. I'm not sure if this was the same event, some town hall he did or some MSME thing. Um, but he's he he's talking about how he's coming back. That'll put that'll make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. Here he is. Clip three. Since then, with your help, you've delivered enormous progress to the nation. The most significant gun safety law in nearly 30 years. And by the way, I'm coming back. I'm going to ban assault weapons again. I mean it. that supposed to excite is there supposed to be somebody in the crowd i mean we know that everywhere he goes he's looking to put his hands on women particularly underage ones like that young girl in the crowd 12 year old he put his hands on her shoulders and the secret service is running to try to get the video uh, that the guy to stop taking the video but i mean he says that because he obviously thinks it's like exciting somehow to somebody i'm coming back dude's a perv total creep right well you know what coming back from where Was he talking about the legislation skins uh, that was passed with the help of the Republican Party? Uh, I mean, that they were pushing for pretty much while babies still lay dying in a Uvalde school and pushing for that. When we it was obvious day one that the issues we didn't know the extent. We didn't know how many children died as a result of the police at that point. But we knew that some did. And without any information as to what the root cause was of that slaughter of children, and now we know it was because of of bad policing on the part of four hundred people who stood outside and didn't rescue babies. They didn't care. They just rushed to push legislation that didn't have anything to do with protecting anybody's lives, including those children. And the Republican Party, there were some that like John Cornyn in Texas. He needs to be primaried. John Cornyn needs to go ASAP. PDQ. 
All right, we're going to take a break. Did we get into the to the triple demic? We didn't. We're going to talk triple demic babies when we come back. Don't go away. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Burning uh, social culture question of the day for you guys is: Are you a McRib eater? I got. Please, I, I am because my grandmother. That was one of her favorite things. God rest her soul. So when they bring it back, I have to have it. Um. Okay. I have never had a McRib. They're it, not it, bad. It is the most unappetizing looking fast food concoction I've ever seen in my life. Please call in 888-344-1170. I I, I ask you to identify yourself if you are like skins and you consume the McRib skins. You have an excuse for it, right? It's, you know, something you did with your granny. Yep. Um, but I just don't even understand. I'll always do it. But apparently you're saying this is the farewell tour for the McRib. That's what they're that's what they're saying, which I don't know. This could be like the share fair, farewell tour that went on for Elton like five John years. Too. Remember the remember the Judds? Rest in peace, Naomi Judd. Uh, but that went on for like years. So I don't know. Here's what they said. Um that it's back for a limited time until November twentieth, and McDonald's issued a release suggesting <laughs> A release over a fast food sandwich. This is hilarious to me. Get one while you can because this is the McRib farewell tour. McDonald's wrote on its website. Enjoy uh, enjoy our famous pork sandwich as if it's your last. I don't know. I'm thinking that's some, that's just some promotion. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll get one and I'll savor it because it might be the last time I have it for my grandma. But you know what? Might have to get two this year. Yeah, I mean, there's people, though, on socials that are going crazy. Please be joking with this farewell tour from the McRib. We're okay with having to say goodbye for extensive periods of time, but forever shouldn't be a part of that. Oh, my goodness. Um, Kiss has numerous farewell tours. I don't see McRib going away forever. Oh, that's very, Kiss has been, I think, the most famous of the farewell tours. <laughs> Waiting for my first McRib of the year, being advertised as the farewell tour, don't mess with my emotions like this at McDonald's. Oh, I know other people besides my grandma that are very passionate about this thing. Oh, okay. Um, and according to this report, some McDonald's are going to start selling Krispy Kreme donuts. Okay, hello. I'm on board with that announcement. Absolutely. So we'll Tell you see. What, when you come into the studio, you buy Krispy Kreme for you, you buy a McRib for me. Oh, okay. All righty. Um, here's why I do think it might be um on its way out i did go uh there's a mcdonald's not far from us here where i go to and get my daily diet coke i only i don't keep diet coke in the house because then i'll be tempted to have more than one and i allow myself to have one diet coke a day um and they're really cheap there so it's not like you know they can be pricey if you go get a large soda someplace else and they had in handwriting on a white piece of paper up at the order board mcrib McRib is here. They didn't even bother to put it up on the actual menu where it's like, you know, a part of the Not going to be menu. here long, guys. I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be. So, I mean, when they're handwriting it on a, a piece of, like, copy paper, it ain't long here. All right. Let's get on to, to something serious. I, but if I can take this serious, I mean, you were the one who brought me the story skins. Get ready for the tri- the triple demo. The triple de- It sounds like a horse race. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but I mean, it was like the the double demic before 
Um, twindemic. The twindemic before. They're trying that to was, scare people. Well, oh, I don't know. They hear this. Um, this coming to us from uh, who's reporting on this? The Daily Mail. Children's hospitals are overwhelmed by RSV, which is very common. Kids get this. Uh, you know, it's an annual thing for kids as well as flu cases. Uh, children's hospitals are overwhelmed by RSV. Flu cases triple in a month and there are early signs of a COVID comeback. Where? Where? This is supposedly prompting fears of a triple-demic hitting the health system this year. No, this is, this is like a push-pull poll. This is about trying to create panic. And that's all that this is about. All this is about. Next thing you know, they're going to be throwing in hangnails that we've got a rise of, or, or, or a rise of toenail fungus, and then it's going to be the quademic. Because <laughs> let me tell you, I am more worried about ever getting that toenail fungus because that stuff That's does nasty not, business. And it does not go away, right? And you don't want that. You don't want, no. Now, the only people I've ever known to get that scary toe fungus that turns your nails like four inches thick and they're like yellow and weird is men. I don't know if women get that, but I'm scared. I'm like scared I'm going to get it from like a hospital sheet, okay? I am far more worried about getting the toenail fungus that doesn't go away than I am any of these three, okay? So if you throw that in there and call it the quademic, you might have my notice, attention. And I'm not saying this is an October surprise, Andrea, but notice that this is just like, well, if you're a parent and you hear this, but maybe we should just spend instead of vacations, fall vacations, let's just spend it indoors. Well, I think I think it might be more about I, I do think that it could be related to the to the midterms in the sense of got to distract they don't want you thinking they they want you they don't want you as, as fearful as people are right now over the economy they want you to shift your fear towards the pandemic and who has been um the the forefront of the pandemic forcery and all the oppression was the democrats so it's a way to try to get them back under the democrat fold because they it's the democrats that are, have been pushing the shots and the the lockdowns and the masking and the closures of schools and all that so, um, so we'll see. I mean, the, every one of these viruses is real. We reported on RSV during COVID. It was like, where's this RSV gone? Where's the flu gone? Suddenly they're talking the flu again because they've got to, because this is about case count, case count, case count, case count. During COVID for the first time in this country, we were focused on cases instead of mortality and whether or not anybody was going to die from it. And that's because they had to pump up the numbers. They were double counting. If, if um, you tested positive, then you had to be retested over and over and over until you got a negative. And every time you retested, it was counted as a new case, right? They were reporting on cases as though in order to create the perception that case counts equal caskets. And that's what this is about. That's what this is about. Uh, and, and by the way, why would anybody believe them? Was it last year or the year before when it was supposed to be the the deadly dark winter? This is going to be the think, day. Gosh, how much time has passed now? I think it was the year before. I think it was the year before, right? Going into after the November 2020 election. Right after the election. That, yeah. It was supposed to be about the, the dark, deadly winter. As they were planning to to force the vaxes on us. And then, of course, in this article here, they're using positive PCR tests. <laughs> it was all kinds of issues related to those PCR tests. This was COVID was the first time in this country, in this country's history. Correct me if I'm wrong, if you've got any other data where healthy people were tested. You got to go get tested. You can't get on a plane to get, get tested. And no you don't symptoms. even got a sniffle. Not even a sniffle, nothing. 
and flu seasons in the past, did anybody run to get a get get tested for the flu? Go to the doctor if they didn't have a sniffle. You didn't even think about it. No, of course not. Of course not. Do you get flu shots annually? Not to put I you on the spot. I don't ever get them. I me neither. Got I got one after I turned eighteen, and I felt so deathly ill. I was like, "That's it." It's like, why? Why am I? Th- this is not going to prevent. They're they're taking a gamble on a strain that they've come up with that they're going to inject you with. They can't even tell you that it's that that it's going to stop you from getting any of the strain. That's it. Doesn't even make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. And the problem for the Democrats and the problem for the CDC and this is something that needs to be talked about more. The inflation. Good and bad. The inflation has taken over COVID for people going into the the polls. And why I say good and bad is that we need to get these Democrats out and whatever you know. And and you know, I'm not glad that people are suffering, but you know, if if we're going to have suffering, let it motivate people to end the suffering through voting in people that are going to end the suffering, right? Um, but COVID really should be up there the, the the government's response because you think about the economic destruction and part of what we've got going on. Is is on the tail end. Imagine where we would be if we did not have the Trump administration laying that foundation for that economic recovery. Oh, we'd be full we blown depression. We'd right be now. yeah, we'd be full blown depression. We'd be so much worse right now, and we're on our way to some really seriously dark economic times, if not a depression, if we don't turn this ship around. I am shocked. Last hour we had Brian Maloney on talking the polls. We know that there's some serious mass formation psychosis. We know that big tech. And the legacy media has controlled the narrative, but the pain that people are feeling in their everyday lives should have the poll numbers without question. It just being a complete. I'm at least taking hope in the fact that Brian said they're headed in the right direction. Yeah, but shouldn't it be just like. It shouldn't shouldn't even be be, close. It shouldn't even be close. Shouldn't it be to where there's any Democrat running, uh, you know, is it. You're out. You're out. If you're if they're currently if they're the incumbent, they're out to a Republican. If they're a Democrat running against Republican, it should be 2080. I mean, because I, I, I should expect that the insanity that those that are voting Democrat because they want, you know, genital mutilation of, of, of children, that they want open borders to, to flood, you know, uh, that they that, that they want communism. And they want, you know, uh, 30 trillion dollars in debt and they want. But everybody you know, else. But everybody else should be at least somewhere in the in the realm of sanity. That should be that should be at least eighty percent of well, us. Like we were talking about at the very beginning of the show with the last uh, minute here, there is nobody besides the solid one percent, the Jeff Bezos, that are not feeling the pain right now. Right. I do think one of the reasons why we have Bob Walters on every Friday. I do think a lot of it has to do with a lack of education and that there's people out there thinking they don't understand the economy, how it works. There's no such thing as free and that they're so desperate that they're thinking the solution is Democrats who are going to take money from the 1% and give to them because they haven't been educated. Our schools, we've given it up for 20 years and now we've got all these people out there who think the way to prosperity is taking from other people and giving to them when it's not. Hey, thanks for being here tonight. We appreciate it. We love you. We'll be back tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, we've got Dinesh D'Souza on his book, 2,000 Mules. So tune in. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.